Hello and welcome to today's edition of the fight against COVID-19, what's really going on, a CGTN radio podcast that brings you everything you need to know about the COVID-19 pandemic. I'm Yu Tianyu. In this edition, we will look at how logistics firms have prepared for a surge in orders as the Chinese New Year draws near. Logistics companies in China are seeing a huge increase in orders as people increase their spending ahead of the holiday. On the occasion of Spring Festival, some companies are adding more couriers to ensure sufficient transport capacity. Liu Jiaheng reports. Founded in 2013, Cainiao Network is the logistics arm of Alibaba Group. For this year's Spring Festival, instead of halting business, they're continuing to serve the people along with online shopping platform Taobao. Project leader Su Lei says people's spending seems to be strengthening as society returns to normal. From what we see, the package volume right now is back at its normal level, and consumption is still growing steadily. We expect that the order volume during the holiday will increase by about 30 percent compared with last year. Su says although receiving mass orders, they're making efforts to ensure smooth delivery. They've been monitoring their distribution centers and keeping track of the orders as packages pile up. Together with other companies, we are keeping the logistics flow operating in more than 300 cities during the holiday, and we offer one-day arrivals in about 50 cities. We have arranged 25 percent extra staff compared with last year to make sure that the packages are being delivered as scheduled. Yang Bin is working at one of Sanyo's distribution centers in Changsha, Hunan province. He says they're a little bit short-handed given the large numbers of orders. Now, every one of us has to cover several districts and dispatch more packages than usual. As we are talking right now, I'm getting a lot of messages and calls from the package recipients. It's a busy time for us in the service industry. Yang also says people are still able to shop online without worrying about deliveries since the logistics system remains functional. In previous years, the package volume usually started decreasing a week before Spring Festival, and the couriers would also go home for the holiday. But this year is different. The packages we're getting are about 50 percent more than what we predicted. Thousands of couriers and others who are engaged in the logistics industry have to put off their vacation plans. Sule says whilst making sure they're providing customer satisfying service, the company is trying to make up to the staff who work through the holiday time. We are offering care packages to the staff who are working during the holiday. There are other benefits such as food subsidies and holiday bonuses. We want to make sure our staff is taken care of. Tainiao has also been working to reduce the pressure on package transportation through ways such as extending the duration for returns and exchanges. That was Liu Jiaheng reporting. Meizhou in Guangdong province is known for its natural hot springs. It has attracted holidaymakers who are filling hotels. They are helping counties to make up for COVID-19-related losses. Zhu Zhu went to Fengshuan County, which boasts the largest number of natural springs in the province. With a population of just about 500,000, this county has nearly 100 hot spring hotels. Even the swimming pool here is filled with very hot natural fountain water. 
As pandemic control measures are loosened and the spring festival holiday approaches, hot spring hotels in the area are experiencing a surge in tourist bookings. I came from Shantou City in Guangdong, and I think the natural hot springs here are exceptional. The temperature is very comfortable. Since the COVID restrictions were loosened, traveling here is convenient. I have been here for several days. I'm from Chaoshan City in Guangdong province. I just finished school and came here to relax. Since the COVID restrictions have been relaxed, our business has significantly improved. Before, we only had around 100 customers per day, but now we are seeing a daily influx of 600 to 700 guests. Fengshuan's hot spring hotels rely on the area's abundant natural geothermal resources. Right behind the hotel is China's first geothermal power station, which utilizes the same water as the hotel to generate electricity. Our hot spring is the same spring used to power China's first geothermal power station. The water temperature reaches 93 degrees. We need to cool the water down before discharging it into our swimming pools. The county is aiming to attract 10 million tourists and make over 10 billion yuan, or around 1.5 billion U.S. dollars, in tourism revenue this year. Thailand is one of the first destinations to receive Chinese tourists after China's border reopening. More travelers from China are flocking to popular destinations ahead of the Chinese New Year. They could bring a major boost to Thailand's economy. Martin Louis reports from Phuket. For almost two years, Phuket International Airport was virtually deserted. No one flying in, no one flying out. Then slowly, it started to come back to life. In 2022, Thailand reopened to international visitors, and countries around the world began easing their travel restrictions. In the last two months, a trickle has become a flood. Now, the return of Chinese travelers is the final piece in the tourism jigsaw. Wow! Very happy, and、uh, I was not aware this is the first flight from Shanghai to Phuket. It's a nice surprise that so many people welcome us. Hi, hello. What do you want to do? Play and swimming. Play and swimming. <laughs> Direct flights from China to Phuket have now resumed, and more are being added all the time. Thailand hopes to attract five million Chinese tourists this year, perhaps as many as seven and a half million. That would be approaching the record levels before COVID struck. And judging by the enthusiasm of these first arrivals, they have every chance of achieving that. That was Martin Lowy reporting on Chinese tourist arrivals in Thailand. Business leaders have expressed confidence in China's rebound and believe China will continue to be a very important market for a whole host of sectors. Reporter Aaron Liu spoke with President Michael Hart of the American Chamber of Commerce in China. Has there been any change in the economic environment in China and the rest of the world? It's great that China is open again. You know that was our number one advocacy point、uh, in 2022. People wanted to travel to China. How can we get here easier? How can we get the quarantines reduced?、Um, so you know, of course, China is in a competitive market,、um, and people are looking at not only China but other markets in Southeast Asia. And the thing that we consistently hear is China is a place、um, unrivaled. There, there's no other place in the world that can do the scale of manufacturing that China can do,、uh, the advanced manufacturing that China can do, that has the supply chain、uh, that China has, and so for manufacturing, 
for advanced manufacturing, China will continue to be a very important market for a whole host of, of sectors. And so we, we definitely talk to companies about that uh, all year long. The U.S.-China relationship, one of the most important bilateral relationships in the world today, is attracting much attention from the world. In what areas do you expect further cooperation between China and the U.S. in the future? So first of all, you're right. The U.S.-China relationship is one of the most important uh, in the world. Um, of course, from our point of view, uh, one of the fundamentals, uh, particularly the consistent parts, is business. So business continues to play an important role in keeping uh, U.S. and China cooperating. Um, we did see some big improvements on the political side uh, towards the end of 2022. So it was very good to see uh, President Xi and President Biden meeting in Bali. So that was, I think, putting a floor under the relationship, uh, allowing us to all you know, step back and sort of say, we need to work together. So that was a good signal. Um, of course, in late 2022, early 2023, a number of working level meetings uh, to pave the way for additional government-to-government meetings uh, in 2023. How do you see the Chinese market and economy in 2023 as the Chinese government optimizes its pandemic prevention and control initiatives in an orderly and effective manner? I do think that the um, Chinese economy has become uh, an important engine of growth uh, for the globe. Um, I mentioned uh, tourism, um, you know, tourists are, are very important, but also just China's overall uh, economy. Uh, so companies in China, consumers in China, even if they don't leave China, uh, their consumption here is a very important driver of, of overall global growth. You know, many years ago, China was only a place that produced and exported. Now, of course, China imports a lot. Uh, if you take the United States, there's a number of high value goods that are sold into China. Uh, and then things like agricultural products. You know, China continues to be one of the most important markets for uh, U.S. agriculture exports. Um, I know my friends in, in other countries say China is also important for them. So China, uh, the China consumer, very important for global economic growth. That was the president of the American Chamber of Commerce in China on the importance of China's recovery. With that, we end this episode of the fight against COVID-19, What's Really Going On? Subscribe to our podcast for another episode filled with facts, stories, and opinions concerning the global battle against the novel coronavirus. For more detailed stories about the pandemic, visit radio.cgtn.com or listen to our current affairs program, The Beijing Hour, online. Drop us a line on our podcast so we can provide you with even more content that interests you. I'm Yu Tianyu. Thanks for listening.